and there's no messy cleanup out there. Right. Yeah. Oh. It was funny because like I was at the, at the I was at the trolley station going to school, and like this super cute girl walks up to me and she was like, "Oh, can I use your phone?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Like obviously, like, like just turn on the the phone where you just type in the number or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I have to Google something really quick." And I was like, "I was like, hold on." <coughs> like, delete, delete web page, delete web page. Uh, How many web pages do you need? Yeah, yeah, for real, Google dude. Search, I'm a he's, really, he's all black on white. Black on white. <laughs> I'm a really picky person. Me too. I, I it has to, to like, have a good story. I go to like the seventh page of It has to have a good story. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, sometimes it's not really... It's sometimes it's too fake. Like, I want to feel like it's real. Yeah. I think my favorite is like amateur, like, where you know it's just like a couple just hanging out and accidentally film themselves. <laughs> just not accidentally, but like, like they weren't they weren't planning like some sort of elaborate storyline. They were just like that's just, part of the storyline. Sure. The not planning it. But. Yeah. Sharon is the phone number. Sharon Turtle. So Why is her name Sharon? Those are so dumb. Sharon There's no my, porn stars named Sharon. Sharon is my favorite name. Though. There's no sh- hot For, Sharons well, ever. Sharon is like the the best like white woman like milf name. Sharon, not milf, but like Sharon is not a hot name. It's not, but I wish it was. Anyways, we've been recording for the past minute. Have we? Nice. We, we started with him jerking off at work, right? No. Damn it! <laughs> you said well, thanks, Rich. <laughs> All right, this is the bracket. Um, Richard Bellavance, uh, Francisco Cabrera. Hi. And our producer. Producer. And the producer seducer. Producer seducer. I don't think we can actually use that. They use that on Collider. Oh, don't do that. Um, it was a super good name once I heard it. Uh, we're here to talk about the bracket and Shrek versus Toy Story this week. Um, some old favorites, memorable favorites that anybody could say. And this is too formal for me. So it's very formal. This is, this is You're making me uncomfortable. way too formal for me. <laughs> You're making it really uncomfortable. I feel like I'm doing a review. How, how do you really feel about the Coachella Kid? The Coachella Kid. Yeah. I'm I'm hating I mean, on I, I, a lot. I, well, his, Walmart kid, and now he's Coachella kid. Is, is that his name now? The Coachella kid? I don't know. It has to be the Yodeling kid. It's, it probably is Yodeling kid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hating. I'm not gonna lie. A lot. <laughs> he was singing at Walmart, for God's sake. And he got a $15,000 scholarship from Ellen. And that's where I have a problem, because there's so many better memes and vines out there of dudes who aren't making shit. Yeah. I immediately thought about the one dude who, who like, does the finger move to his head, where he's like, can't oh. get caught if you don't go outside. Like, that right. guy, that guy needs some money. Like, how's the yodeling kid getting paid? I'm pretty sure he's making money. He was, he was a meme for, like, a month. He's still a meme for me. Is it? But it was, it was funny because I was, I was telling, um, Rich how he went on Ellen and got the $15,000, mm-hmm. and they cut to the grandparents who had taken him, and they were just, like, they weren't happy, like, they weren't, like, Impressed. For him. They were just like, okay. Well, yeah. Money. It's acceptable. Like, she could have given us more. It's Ellen. I think they all were expecting that. But That's there fair. Was, there was a tweet before he went on Ellen that was like, now that the yodeling kid is a meme, he's either going to go on Ellen or we're going to find out his yeah. parents are racist. Yeah. So, That's we're funny. for either one. That's super funny. I, I, did, I did hear about somebody saying he's going to make it on Ellen. And then, like, a week later, he was there. If I'm being honest, I still haven't seen the yodeling kid video. Why? I just had no urge to. Like, the hype on it was like, uh, alright, I guess it's a kid yelling at Walmart. It'll pass. And, like, the one time something doesn't pass, of course, like, he goes to Coachella, gets famous. Yeah, I, I really liked the singing at first. And then I did not like the singing at first. I really and I think that's why I'm hating on him. Because, like... Cause he's not even talented. Because, can I say that? That a kid's not talented? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. At least that's my at opinion. Least he's bold. Yeah, I... I I couldn't do that at Walmart. Just straight up start singing. Asking not for, sober. Was he asking for money? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm now I'm just starting rumors then. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? He was uh, other kids. The, the can? What is that called? Oh. There's literally no panhandling. No panhandling. He was panhandling at the Walmart uh, pharmacy. I section. thought that's what he was doing. Like when I saw the video and he's like going like this. And he's all trying to get that high school money. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's, he's asking for money. That's funny because he went up on the co- on the, on the Coachella stage. Mm-hmm. You went to Coachella? No, no. When he went oh, on the Coachella uh-huh. stage, um, he also did a little foot tap. Right. So in front of everyone, he's like foot tap, no music behind him. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I missed out on that whole fad. 
Who do you think? Uh, it's it's a hard question. Who do you think deserves the fame more? This kid, who I don't really think he can sing, in my opinion, or uh, that redheaded girl. What redheaded girl? The uh, Catch Me Outside girl. Oh God. Bad baby. Yeah. That one song that she sings, I didn't even know it was her. I didn't. Even, that, Hi, that bitch. One, I didn't even know that was her. I hated that song, and I didn't even know why. The I remix hated it. is fire, though. There's like a hundred remixes. Yeah, I was gonna say the song is pretty good, but it's, it's also like that's obviously a ghostwriter. Right. Well, no, it's not. All it says the whole song is uh, "Hi, bitch." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but like, that, there, there, there's, but there's still a structure to the song. Yeah. But that's definitely a ghostwriter. There's no way that's. Yeah, that's not her. There's no way. I think the I think the internet likes to hate people though, and she was so easy to hate. Right. And then once you hate her too much, then everybody's like, "Oh, don't pick on the kid. She's just 14." Well, plus, at least the yodeling kid has talent. He came into this situation with with like a skill that he's trying to perfect. She's literally just being a dick to her mom on Maury or Doctor Phil, whatever it was. Yeah. Like she sucks. I'll vote for the yodeling kid. Yeah, I'll vote for like between those two, yodeling kid wins ten times out of ten with me. Okay. And there goes our, our meme bracket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for this yeah. week. Meme bracket coming up. We gotta save those for sure. Oh, yeah, she God. was she was unbearable. And that one that one just catch me outside, like there was raps just off of that that were actually pretty funny. Yeah, there was that was still like Vine's prime. Right before it ended. I think so? I thought it was after Vine. No, I think it was right before it was about to end. Well, I saw the video before it went like viral. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever, some stupid girl. And then, like, three months later, she, like, blew up. Really? Yeah. Because I remember I was just going through Instagram, and, like, she showed up, and I was like, oh, whatever, some stupid kid. And then, like, I saw the video again three months later, and everybody was talking about her. And it's so annoying. The internet loves to hate, man. <laughs> the internet loves to hate. Anybody who's trying to do something. Yeah, I think the only meme that did any positive was the damn Daniel. That one was funny. What did, what did he what did that happen? Like he he got donated like uh like lifetime shoes from Vans. Oh really? And they gave those shoes away to kids. Who don't nice. Have shoes. So I was like, oh that's nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kid was killing it too. He he was making videos every week. Yeah. His, I mean the the kid in the video got famous while the the did the guy who's doing the voice was like not as much but mm-hmm. still cool. Yeah. I think that was like the. I was a fan of his though. Yeah, because yeah, he's what made the video good. Yeah. The voice. So yeah. Like, yeah. Take out the audio. Is he the same dude that does uh, What Are Those? No. No. That was... Damn, no. They should be a compilation video. Of What Are Those and Damn Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's now you're, pretty good. Now you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so this week we have Toy Story versus Shrek. First we'll start off with Toy Story. You haven't seen Toy Story again yet, huh? I mean... How Let many me ta- go first then. How many times have you seen Toy Story? At least 200. I fucking I've, love I've seen Toy Story. it. I don't know about 200, but I've seen it enough times to remember the whole plot. Yes, but there's a lot of jokes that I got this time that I didn't get the, the other 200 times. Okay. So I'm watching it, uh, I want to say Monday. And the beginning of the movie starts off with Andy having a birthday party with no dad. Super mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. It goes to birthday party, the toys are all working together and the army men are actually working like army men. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole toy working together thing was awesome. Then you start to imagine your toys running around your room while you're yeah. not around. I remember specifically going into my room, opening up the door all and, fast, looking at my toys thinking, like none of yeah. you bitches moved, right? Then you got Buddy getting, uh, Buzz showing up and being convinced he's not a toy, which I find fantastic throughout the whole movie. That is a great idea. That's a great concept. Of him thinking he he's the real he's Buzz Lightyear, light yeah. And he says it to him multiple times in the movie that you're a toy, and he doesn't get it, which is giving him like this little identity crisis, which also gives Woody his identity crisis because mm-hmm. his whole fabric of reality for a toy is that Andy's his favorite, mm-hmm. or he's Andy's favorite. And then Buzz comes in and steals his identity. He's not number one anymore. So they're both going through their own crisis at certain points in the movie. Both about their identity and what they're doing and what they're from. So, then it goes into the. What do you What do you think bring them, brought them to life? Weed and acid. Abandonment of. Death. No, like think about it. Just like he's talking about the toys. The what toys brought them to life. That's so why I said weed, <laughs> drugs. The little kid was doing drugs. 
No, no like, like I meant just, the writer of the story was oh. doing drugs. <laughs> no, that's for sure. But like, just think about it. Because if Buzz Lightyear thinks he's the only one, like, did he come back to life like, you know, after they got him from the store? Um, no, because they they go to the store in Toy Story two. They go to Alice Toy Barn. Right, and they have a shitload. All of them are are talking though. Yeah. So why? So it's during the assembly process, like small soldiers. But why doesn't Buzz Lightyear remember that? If he thinks he's the only one, you know what I'm saying? Like, did he come to life like before or after everything else? In in the sake of arguing, maybe Andy's house is or Andy's uh, block is a magical place. Since well, they no, come back Andy, to life. Alice Toy Barn has moving toys as well. They all talk to each other. That's true. So it's during the assembly line process, like small soldiers, that they learn who they are. But I don't know what the excuse is if they don't see themselves on an assembly line, how they don't right, recognize... Right, exactly, that they're being assembled. I guess Buzz is in a box, though, and he can't see on the other sides of him. So if he's in a, if he's in a box full of toys, they put a box on top of him, he doesn't know what's going on around him except for the other ones are talking. And to him, he's hearing voices in his head. I don't know. Buzz Lightyear was hearing He's shit. like the back of the shelf... Uh, Buzz Lightyear? Maybe. Well, be, what's weird is that he, Andy was super excited when he got Buzz Lightyear, which means he was a brand new toy. He didn't have time to sit on Oh, no, it shelves. was a brand new toy because they even showed it in the... In the... But that, what, what I'm saying with that is, is he didn't have time to sit on the rack and see other toys. Mm. He literally was pulled straight off the rack immediately because Andy was so excited that there was a real Buzz Lightyear. He didn't think there was a chance he was going to get him for his birthday. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have time to recognize other toys moving yet. Buzz Lightyear came straight from the shelf. Or now, straight from Amazon. Right. Amazon, yeah. Amazon Prime showed did up. they have Amazon back in... They sure didn't. Yeah. They sure didn't. Amazon they were probably just barely selling books. Yeah. But that's a difficult question to answer because it's pretty tough to imagine what Buzz, when Buzz actually woke up from his toy sleep. Anyway, super good jokes. <laughs> There's also the joke where uh, Potato Head puts his face in everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey look, I'm Picasso. <laughs> and and the, so pig goes, the pig goes, I don't get it. He goes, you uncultured swine. <laughs> Such a good line. I wonder if um, Child's Play and Toy Story are on the same universe. That'd be scary. I mean, they didn't really scary. have an evil uh, toy until Toy Story 3, but he was just he was still relatable in his evilness. Well, like, what about uh, but just the thing, Zorg? Or what's his name? That was Good two. point. Good point. Zorg you know? was evil. But he, they were playing catch at the end of the movie. I mean, yeah, He's shooting okay. it out of his little rocket hand. Like, Chucky doesn't have a, a moral high ground. He's just trying to be an asshole. Yeah, he's just a serious well, he guy. does have a moral. He's trying to get back to his to a human body. <laughs> you know? Why don't we put any of those movies in the bracket? I mean, they're not the best. But you know what I was thinking about? On a side note, is we should do a, a best of movies that weren't in this bracket. Right. We haven't even finished this bracket. And we're trying to yeah, second <laughs> we, one in, but there's we so really many have to get our forgot. shit together. <laughs> there's so many movies we forgot that I was like, oh man, we just need to do a whole second bracket. Before we get there, the end of Toy Story, which I think is one of the better parts of the movie, is when Buzz and Woody are actually working together and they're, they're overall their they're prior problems. It shows the kids can work together with people they hate, dude. It's a kids' movie. I loved it. It showed an arc of two characters who really didn't like each other, and then they had to work together in the end, which is always my favorite thing. Game of Thrones does it. Star Wars but, is trying to do it. Like, there's movies that, are, that do the whole, like, bad guy and good guy work together for the good cause, for the moral high ground. I'm really trying to fight um, that last argument, but I don't have anything. You don't need to. I don't know if there's, there is anything better than uh, two opposites fighting for one cause. It's why Game of Thrones is so good is because they get characters who you hate and characters who you love, put them in a room together without weapons, and you make them talk it out. So Woody goes out to save Buzz after he falls mm-hmm. and has to save Buzz to bring him back to Andy. And, to you know, it was in the wrong reasons. It was for his own reasons, but they had to work together. And then in the end, they were friends about it. Which, again, kid's story, you need everybody to be happy and friends at the end. I think we have to talk about uh, the creepy neighbor if we're going to talk about Sid? Story. Yes. Sid is just every little kid. I was Sid at one point. I wasn't. I think you never smashed your toys for fun. No, because I was poor and I didn't have toys. That's fair. So, that's fair. I was gonna say I was poor and I had to take care of my my toys because I was not gonna get new ones. Oh, at least you had toys. <laughs> at least you had toys. I can't. So this is why you guys don't like Toy Story. I understand now. Yeah, I, I think that's why. <laughs> you saw Sid. You're like, what a monster. <laughs> 
Shrek is ugly, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're ugly trying to get the princess. I was probably about seven years old, and I remember taking little toy cars that my mom got me, like mm -hmm. like Hot Wheels cars, and just smashing them on a rock for fun, because I was like, I wonder if I can hit this rock with this toy. Wow, that's white privilege right there. For sure, white guy coming in hard. <laughs> so, Shrek? <laughs> I mean, why did you watch... And, and I'm gonna ask myself the same question: Why did you watch Toy Story and not Shrek? And why did I watch Shrek and not Toy Story? No, I watched both. Oh, did you? I, I thought watched you only... both, 100. Yeah, I watched them both Monday night, or maybe it was Sunday night. But I remember watching both. Yeah. You saw them that same night? Mm-hmm. Dedication. I wanted to see them again. Honestly, we talked about Toy Story a lot that first podcast. So. Yeah. And Shrek is still super funny. I forgot how funny that movie was. Shrek is hilarious. It has a lot more jokes that I forgot about too. And what's funny is like you see it when you're like 17, you're like, oh, I get all those jokes. And you right. see it when you're 27, you're and like, then oh my god, they're I extra all dirty. Those jokes. <laughs> There's so many jokes. That movie's perfect for any age. Like you can watch it at any decade of your life and, right. and, and have still catch some things. I don't know. For me, I just I I don't know if I like it more now because I'm an adult. Where like like you said, the jokes are are great for any age. As mm -hmm. to where Toy Story is, is just. A nice kids movie or a nice memory but you can you can sit down and watch Shrek with your whole family and still be like okay yeah we all get it we all look at the kids during the super dirty jokes right and they're like, laughing at a totally it? different right, thing cool. from the same joke um, I also like how different it was it's like, game changer yeah we have Shrek just a lonely guy living living the life that he's made for himself the bachelor pad in a tree he's brushing his teeth with it was like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. And let's talk about the music in that I, scene. I start. In the first scene. But what's fucked up is now we hear All Star, we're like, fuck that song. When that song came out, it was, like, it was popping. It came out like 2000. When that song came out, I was like, oh my god, yeah. this song. I still sing it. Every time well, yeah, it's still. I mean, it's still if it comes though. on, you, you have to sing it. Yeah. doesn't have the same magic, but you're right with music. Music in that movie killed yeah. for the time. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Then we move on to that uh, that scene where they're selling the the magical creatures for um, for money. So good. How, how good? He's the talkingest damn thing you've ever damn seen. Was was a uh, talking donkey in any other? Mm. No, that not was as far as I know. Not in, in fairy tale stuff, not as far as yeah, I know. right. Aaron would know my wife, but I, I don't know anybody else who knows fairy tales like that. But they had Tinkerbell, Three Pigs. They had the they seven had Pinocchio. Horse. Um, they had a lot. Gingerbread Man. They had a lot. They had the three bears. Right, right. Which is one of the funnier moments because they then they they show you the the three bears on uh, on like the selling ground and then you see Mama Bear <laughs> as a rug <laughs> like fifteen minutes later in the movie in Far Cry. And then castle. in the castle, it's yeah, so brutal. You still see a little bow. I remember seeing that as a kid. I was like, I wonder where that bear came from. Not making <laughs> the connection that it was Mama Bear. It was, um... After that. Like, how how uh, how feminine they made the pigs in that movie. It was pretty funny. Well, they're pretty feminine in the story. They're little bitches. Because they're running away from the wolf the whole time. I mean, it's a pig running away from a wolf. Right. Does that make you a bitch just because it's a Kinda. it's a predator? <laughs> kind of. Build a brick house and get over it. I would how say they were more German than they were feminine. German? <sighs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, the, I don't remember their accent. I, 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 I see what you're saying with the with the accent, but they were just really feminine in uh in the movie. I think Pinocchio ended up being more feminine. Yeah. Well, remember. he's just a boy though too. He hasn't even hit puberty. You, I don't know if you remember number two, but that was the the thong. I don't when they showed him. The yeah. Thong. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite moment of the scene where uh, Shrek has all the people coming into his house? Cause like he's eating dinner oh, all chill, mm -hmm. and then they start showing up. I I like the when they're putting Snow White on the table, and he goes dead broad off the table. <laughs> that part's super good. And then he goes into his bedroom, and it's the wolf. And he's all what? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Yeah, that that was a great scene actually. How they just mm -hmm. put in so many uh, relatable characters from different movies in one. But that's what I was saying. It has so, movie magic. It has Ready Player One magic for a first time viewer. That that'd be the. See you. I was gonna say that this is the first ever Avengers movie, dude. This is the first movie where they put characters they from every universe into the same movie, and it works seamlessly. 
It was so good. And then, like, every time a new character shows up, oh, shit, it's the wolf. Like, every character has a point. Where's Thanos? Where is Thanos? You should be get collecting stones on that little planet. It's probably uh, Lord Farquaad. Farquaad's Thanos? No, Farquaad's, like, Loki on a, on a bad day. Think so? Yeah. Because Farquaad still is, uh, he's... He, he's no. If if anything, Farquaad is is grown the destroyer. It's just sad. Well, you know what the problem is? Is running the destroyer shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> but Farquaad is at least funny. Like you had some jokes where, where uh, he's talking to the mirror, and he's and the mirror is like, "Well, you're not a king, yet." And then he goes, "Thelonious," and Thelonious just goes, smashes the mirror. <laughs> like what Farquaad, I meant to say. Farquaad has some bits though. Farquaad was ready. Like, how do you already have that mirror planted on that joke? It's so well done. That, uh, that scene in the bed where he's, uh, where he's, like, drinking that martini. It's... See, I didn't get that till just now. Really? I swear to God, I never made that reference. How? I don't know. Innocent mind? Okay, so Shrek loses his, uh, his pond and has to go fight it back to the castle. Swamp? Continue. Is it, is it a swamp? It's my swamp! Say pond. I did yeah. say pawn. And then, and then Donkey goes, it's our swamp, we did it together! And we start putting the rocks out. <laughs> so he goes to the castle, the fighting scene. How great is that? Oh, fantastic. Another great song. What was that song that they played on for that? I can't remember the song, but I, I know all I can think of is WWE. Like my worst enemy or something like that? It was, because they also used it in Kick-Ass with Hit Girl. Right. So I don't give a damn about my... Uh, yeah, my reputation. Yeah. It's Ron Rousey's song. Yeah. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. There you go. Yeah, just, I, I just remember because I was super into WWE. WWE. WWF. Right? Oh, F. Well, that was 2000, day. right? Yeah. Right. So, I don't think WWF was 2005, but yeah, so. that scene was super good. And then it starts off too. I don't mean to interrupt, but no, he, right. he he hits the the beer thing and he goes, "Can't we settle this over a pint?" Right. <laughs> and like as a kid, I was like, "Why?" Well, I guess. But now, I'm like, obviously, <laughs> settle it over a pint. Like, obviously, <laughs> talking over guys. But yeah, um, kicks everybody dude's ass. Uh, the crowd loves him. That's when you, I think that's when you have that um, when you start loving the character yourself, just because. Right, because before that he's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's treating Donkey like a like a piece of shit. Right. Um, you, all you see is doing girls things in in his in his day to day life, which is understandable. But now you see him kick ass. You see him. Making jokes. Making jokes, talking to the crowd, saying, oh, I have a, what is it? I have fighting class every Tuesday and Thursday or something. No, no, no. Like they're, they're all cheering about me. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm here till Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, and even the crowd got involved in that fight, too. She goes, hit him with the chair. Like, it was straight <laughs> out of WWF. <laughs> it was so good. All right. Um, then Farquaad makes his request, you know, give me, the, give me this princess and, and, you, and get your, you get your swamp back. Swamp back. And the squatters. It's a line he follows up. Never mind. Alright. I'll see myself out. How many times did you see this movie? At least 200 times. No, I'm saying in the last week. Just that once? I have a good memory for movies. So he so he says, you can have your swamp back. And Shrek looks at him and he goes, and the squatters. Like the squatters are people who are hanging out. Uh-huh. He goes, and the squatters. And that helps out Farquaad too, because he wants all the, the fairy tale creatures. He didn't know they escaped. Mm-hmm. All he was worried about was was trying to get the princess. He didn't know they had escaped at that point. So Farquaad's whole storyline's like, what the fuck? This guy's super important. <laughs> so then he goes on the walk with Donkey. Then they, then they go on, on their on their mission. And then Shrek lays down a note from the first scene of the movie where he goes, she's going to be in the tallest building, the highest tower. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is the phrase now? It's going to be in the highest tower. tower. The tallest building? I don't know. The tallest building in the, to- the highest tower. Highest tower of the tallest building. I can't remember. The tallest what? building of the highest tower. That's backwards, though. It's the highest tower of the, of the tallest, tallest building? building. That's what it is. It has to be that. But it's not a building. It's a castle. The tallest tower in the highest castle? We're going to go with... She's in the castle. I read it in a book once. Like, he makes that reference back to the book. She's super high. Yeah. Basically. And that's as they're, like, going towards the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about the jokes where they get to the fucking volcano... And he, and he goes, it's brimstone. He goes, I know brimstone. He goes, I know brimstone. You laid out a fart. <laughs> no, donkey. If I farted, you'd be dead. I like, a, I like the scene where it's just donkey and, uh, and the dragon. And she's like falling in love for him. 
<laughs> You'll be blowing smoke rings in my face like that. I got <laughs> starts coughing and shit. You remember what he said? He's like, I had asthma. I can't do that. Dragon oh, you're a curl dragon. <laughs> it's so well done because, of course, like you're used to the dragon being a total asshole. Mm -hmm. So they just change it to a female. Yeah, and, uh... and then Shrek gets launched into the uh, into Fiona's room. You didn't kill the dragon yet. <laughs> What is that? I had another agenda. What was his line? Well, I had to save my ass. Right. Because he's talking about the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> then she makes the joke where she's like, that's what all the other guys did. And he goes, yeah, look how that worked out for them. Right, and they're all just skeletons. <laughs> literally like half a body. <laughs> and then you get out of there. She's trying to convince Shrek to kiss her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to turn into a, uh, a, 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 a Shrek, an ogre that a night. Shrek the a Shrek. Shrek. You're fucking racist. A Shrek the ogre that night. <laughs> She's calling me a racist because I called her Shrek Fiona. You called her Shrek. She's an ogre. Don't be rude. That's right, that was her whole reason for wanting to kiss Shrek. Yeah. But, but did you guys know the first time you saw it as, you know, we were nine never. years old? Did we call it out? I never made the connection until right now. That the reason why she really wanted to kiss Shrek, like, right there and then was... Because she was funny. a gold digger in her own ways? Yeah. Well, which it, it, makes a, it makes a point in the thing where it goes, when you take true love's true kiss, you take their form. I remember, I, I don't... I think I can take credit that it was the first time I saw the movie, but I remember thinking like, well, true love, if you're going to take their form, he's an ogre. Yeah, I don't remember when not, I made that connection. How did she not know that if she kissed him and that's her true love, that she was going to be an ogre, if she already knew what an ogre was? Well, she was probably skipping over that line. But then again, I, she didn't find did, out she was an ogre until they left the castle. Because that's when he takes the mask? No, but that's why she got put in the castle, because she got that spell put on her. No, I know, but I'm saying she didn't know that Shrek was an ogre until they left the castle. She probably had the feeling that he wasn't a normal human. Because her hands were fucking green. Yeah. <laughs> the giant fucking bricks for hands. Right? <laughs> like, how can you miss that? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think she... I think she just skipped over that line thinking it was going to be a human that was going to take her. I think she's forgiven a little bit on her knowledge of it. But hey, I mean, you only had one spell to break. I mean, keep it real. Not a human. How about Cameron Diaz's voice, though? I fell in love with a, a weirdo alien creature. Because it was Cameron Diaz's voice. Back then, Cameron Diaz was the shit. Well, I already loved her because of the mask. You know, I still haven't seen the mask. You've never seen the mask? Mm-mm. With Jim Carrey? Mm-mm. My parents didn't like Jim Carrey, so I wasn't allowed to watch anything Jim Carrey. I mean... <sighs> so back to Shrek. My bad. I want another rant. It's okay. Um, get off the castle, making the way back to Lord Sparkwell's castle. And um, you really see how Fiona develops as a character in that... Um, journey back right because you see her uh she knows how to sing she's uh cooking food for, yeah she's, she's like cooking rats. kind cooking. of a badass exactly turning snakes and frogs into balloons still no purpose that's a, yeah, yeah yeah that whole like um that's what i'm saying there's so many good songs that i can't remember because that uh that scene where they're kind of like kind of flirting and, and getting comfortable with each other that was also a great scene um, of character development that I like. I think the animation still holds up too. As I watched it again, like if that movie came out today, I'd be like, it's, I mean, it's not with the quality of today's movies, but like it still holds up for what it has to be. To be a comedy like that? Do you think the animation is better than uh, Toy Stories? Toy Story was groundbreaking. So it, came out, it came out six years earlier, mm -hmm. and it was the only movie that had ever done that at that time. Before that, you were used to fucking claymation or like stop or Legos or. I think if you're just gonna compare it like spade to spade, yeah, Shrek is better, but Toy Story did it first in five years earlier too. Because well, because you did it first, does does that mean? Uh, it's no, I, I give you the point for Shrek, one hundred percent. Right. But before Toy Story, we were used to you know, Fox and the Hound. Also, also a little thing, uh, Shrek is the very first added animated movie to win an Academy Award. Best animation, because that's that was the first time they, they decided to add that category. The Academy Awards needs to add a lot of categories though for movers so, for movies. Yeah, just a little. I think they should instead of adding like a best comedy movie or best horror movie, they should just make a best like alternative drama movie, where you can give credit to horror or comedy, where like it's all the other movies that aren't that don't have to be best picture but still get recognized because Get Out for sure would have won in an, an alternative genre movie. It's, I, I actually voted for it to win Best Picture because I just loved it compared to the other movies, but it needed to deserve, it deserved more credit than what it got. Did you, did you watch The Shape of Water? Not yet. The Shape of Water? No. I still need to watch Shape of Water, but... 
But against the other four nominees in my head, it, it was an, an easy win for Get Out. Yeah. Myself. Do they have like the same concept? No. No. Oh god, no. <laughs> oh, god, no. It's a love story with a fish. It's in the trailer. There's no what, giveaways there. <laughs> what? What kind of fish? Uh, it, it, matters. Fish. it matters. It matters. Does that fish. make me? It's not. It's not like an actual fish, but he's a humanoid-looking fish. He mm. just has fins and shit. How tall is this fish? A little bit taller than her, but she's tiny, so like a little bit taller than us. Big ass fish. Yeah. Without being a spoilery, like because just from the trailers, I get a lot of it. But yeah, it's. When is this movie coming out? Did it ever come out? Yeah, it came out in December. It was an Oscar bait movie. <laughs> Loki, we need to stay on the bracket though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we get off topic quick. Um, so we ended up at the eating rats. Yeah. Um, I think I think right there it really uh, um, foreshadows where the movie's taking you because she was like super down to eat the rat, like nothing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know. And she's supposed to be this. And she's supposed to be princess. this princess that's right, getting taken to that. the king, but like at that point she's like uh, Shrek's like I make the best roasted rats. I don't know if that's really what he says, but. Right. Um, and she's like, oh, well, I'll really have to come and try them sometime. Like, like, bitch, no, you don't. You know, they're fucking cooked rats. And that really shows you where they're going with the story and who she she's really not is. Simple, right? Exactly. Right. I didn't even catch that. I was just thinking she was just super down because she was trapped in a castle for fucking 15 years. How did she survive? Uh, maid service. From the dragon? <laughs> Maybe. She was a female dragon. Wow, That's I, just, I just got made racist. <laughs> Sexist. All all maids are females, so. Yeah, and they attend. Uh... So then they get finally get to Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek hands her off. Gets all sad. Gets super sad because uh, he thinks she doesn't love him the way. Oh right, we skipped over that. Yeah. Where where he where Donkey finds out that Fiona's actually a, uh, a an ogre. An ogre. Not a Shrek. You piece of shit. I want to call it a Shrek every time. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the Mexican in me. You call it by, by the generic name, you know. Like if you're, as a Mexican, like right. Mexican parents, like you can be playing a PlayStation Four and your mom will be turn off that Nintendo. Right. And then so, it just <laughs> everything, everything. Like you can have different types of cereals, but they're all cornflakes. That's funny. Or, literally. Yeah. You can have Captain Crunch. You can have Captain Crunch, Cocoa Puffs. But they're all cornflakes. I mean, technically they are. They're just shaped funny. So they're kind of right with that uh, that observation. They're all made out of corn and sugar. So, like, keep it real. <laughs> should I call you by your name or should I call you just because you're a person? Hey, hello, person. Um, where do we leave off? Finds out she's a Shrek or she's an ogre. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> Why? You said every female is a maid. No, every maid is a female. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a piece of shit for even thinking I said that. So he finds out that she... Well, actually, I'll even take this part where, where Shrek finds out, hears the... Because the, every romantic comedy has that moment where, like, the one person is holding a secret that's mm-hmm. going to fuck everything up because it has to happen for the movie. Mm-hmm. So whether it's you have a girlfriend you haven't broken up with, whether it's that you have a family that doesn't like brown people, like, th- those story points are always in the movie. I'm talking about the big sick. And... Shrek that? does it, but it's by accident because yeah. she has a she has something she can't overcome, and she's afraid to tell anybody. If he, she just kisses somebody, her problem goes completely away. No, because it has to be the true love. You can't just kiss anybody. You know, you get, nothing's gonna happen because well, she kiss, if she would have kissed Farquaad, she did kiss Farquaad in her head. Hold on, if she no, she didn't in her head. She didn't kiss Farquaad. She did. One hundred percent. She kissed she him not. in the wedding scene, and nothing happened. No, he objected. I object. Never happened. Shrek, Shrek came in and stopped it before the oh. kiss. I thought she kissed him and nothing happened. Nothing would have happened anyway. You're right. But in her head, in her character's head, all she has to do is kiss her true love. Uh-huh. And she is saved from ever telling anybody her problem, her curse. So it has a really good way of explaining that every, like I said, rom-com has their problem. And this one had the best way of explaining it to the viewer. Like, it's not that one person's just shitty. It's that she's super ashamed of her situation. Right. And Shrek is like, oh, I heard, overheard this point. I'm a monster. Fuck off. And Donkey's like, no, dude, I have to explain it to you. And Shrek's like, get out of here, Donkey. Like, the way they did it was much better done than most movies in romantic comedies. Because most of the time it's just like they, they just don't tell them the obvious thing they should have told them when they first met. And Shrek does it in like almost a seamless way where like you understand why she didn't tell anybody. 
I'm trying to tie it back. Sorry that I'm so quiet. I'm trying to tie it back to when you said that you have two different people working together. And I feel like you have the same thing with Trek. Where, like, you have Donkey and, uh, and an ogre going to a place to save a princess. Where they shouldn't be friends because one's a talking donkey and one's an ogre. But the talking donkey won't leave. He's just following him. Literally, Shrek tells him to leave the whole movie. Yeah, no, I know. But... You're not going to get this point, but sorry. I'm not going to get this point across? Should I just quit? I would leave that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because the idea is that they're enemies. They're never enemies. Shrek just didn't want them around because Shrek wants to be a loner. Because he's used to being made well, fun of. Well, how much of an enemy is really... Is uh, Buzz Lightyear and... He's taking his identity away. That's what the whole point of Toy Story is. is the identity crisis of the movie. Buzz Lightyear has an identity crisis where he doesn't know if he's a toy or not. And but Woody is used to being yeah, Andy's Fiona does one too. Toy. <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to tie in. You know, like yeah, you have more characters, and that's because it's probably a bigger budget. Um, but you have you have the same identity crisis where Fiona doesn't, you know, doesn't know who she is and what she wants. Because at the end of the day, she doesn't know what she wants. You know, she just wants to kiss the first guy and uh, be a... Call it true love. Yeah, exactly. And just call it true love and be this nice, pretty redhead. Or... Diamond around. Exactly. You know, so... That's where I see a a huge um, character development with not just her, but Shrek as well. Because he also doesn't like who he is. And that's why he's, he's in a swamp where he's an outcast. Well, he's getting made fun of though. He's getting he's getting chased after. There's there's bounties on his head to go kill the kill the ogre in the beginning of the movie. There's a reason he's hiding. I guess identity. I guess they both accept their identity at the end of the movie. I, yeah, I, yeah. They both have a a turning events. I don't know. I can't. I don't think we can get too movie developmenty ourselves. We don't have enough knowledge on it. But I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, but that 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 at the end of it was my point. I, they both have great, um, great stories in there. But even then, in the second movie, it goes right back to they're they're getting made fun of. They're getting shunned for being ogres. Her mom and dad didn't want to accept them. Yeah, but that's a whole different movie. You know, when All they right. were making Shrek one, they weren't thinking about uh, a Shrek two. I, they might have been a little bit because Shrek literally says, "Who are you expecting, Prince Charming?" And she goes, "Yeah." And then in the second movie, it's Prince Charming who was late to the party. Hmm. Good. Uh. Good point. His name being Prince Charming. Prince Charming. <laughs> Literal Prince Charming. But, uh, I mean... I'll give you the, the point that they both had identity issues. Mm-hmm. But they was never, it was never two opposites meeting to, to, to fight the same goal, the way that Toy Story was, the way that I like in movies. It was just... They were all on this journey together. They just happened to be very similar. I would say that they were actually struggling from the same thing. She didn't want to be seen as an ogre. That's why she said she couldn't become an ogre. That's why she was hiding. Same deal with Shrek. He was hiding in the woods to get away from everybody. Mm-hmm. But then they get married. Or they try to. No, they get married. No, I meant her and Farquaad. Oh. Her and Farquaad try to get married. Shrek interrupts. Really funny part, actually, with that is, is Donkey's all, you have to wait for the part right. where, where they said, does anybody object? object? And they're throwing Donkey up into the window, <laughs> trying to figure out whether or not it was time or not, and Donkey's all, oh no, we missed it. I think it already <laughs> happened. <laughs> he just runs Shrek in. runs into the room. <laughs> Does the dragon eat Farquaad? I can't remember. Yes, he does, because he, um, he throws up the crown. She, she throws up the crown. Um, dragon sexist over here. I mean, it's a fucking dragon. No, it's just... Right? Alright, so now let's go into the big takeaways from each movie. Moments you really didn't like. You, I'll take your movie if you want. I'll take Shrek. You yeah, can take yeah, Toy Story I'll, I'll take Toy Story. That's fair. We can both pay you back, though. I don't think that's good. Yeah, no. I, it's it's. What uh, what scene didn't you like from Shrek? Since we're I don't have any. You don't have any scenes that you don't like from Shrek. I love Shrek up and down. I don't have any big takeaways from that movie. I. It's also like, keep it real. It's an animated movie for kids, so you can't be super strict with it. They have a very simple story. They take it beat by beat. Everything's super funny along the way. Meets everybody's expectations and blows past the the roof of expectations as well. Mm-hmm. But every movie has a flaw, you know. Like you, so you're saying Shrek is perfect in every way. For what it is. What is it? An animated movie for every age. 
Do you have any? Do you have any sh big flaws for Shrek? I'm trying to think. I know there is. Every every movie has them. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. No, I think it's a pretty flawless movie. All right, how about this? The biggest flaw from Shrek: Shrek two and three. <laughs> okay, that's fair. The fact fair. that they tried to make movies and make more money off of them and bring Justin uh, Timberlake into no. the third movie and all that. I, uh, oh, no, because I have to defend Shrek two because I really enjoyed Shrek two. Uh, Shrek two is a it's a good it's movie, a really great but movie. I, I don't know, really great. Do you think it's better than the first one? I don't think it's better than the first one, but it's it's definitely like a good sequel. All right, so what, what, what didn't you like from Toy Story? Yeah, what didn't you like from Toy Story one? I'm always on the on the fence about the the um, the scene with uh, what is it called Sith Sid Sid yeah like I don't okay. know if I like that scene or if I hate it because it's so different you know like the mood changes so um, dramatically because you're like oh these are talking toys and everything's fun and then it's like oh look at the neighbor right he's fucking around with toys and making him miserable he's the main villain of the whole movie. It would have been better if he was bullying Andy. I don't. I don't think they could have put that into the movie. That would before. be interesting. That would be super interesting. I think they can do it now because bullying is uh, is like, oh yeah, you shouldn't do it. So movies can get away with it now. But where, like, you don't have to harp on it. You, you don't have to harp on it. You can literally have one scene where Andy comes home from school and Sid just like get out of here, kid, and like shoves him, and then everybody in the audience hates him immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's super easy to get mad at Sid at that moment. Like it's one thing to blow up your toys. Like I said, I did it. And the toys can be like um, looking at that uh, from 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 the house. I'm like, oh, look at that bad kid from the from next door. Yeah. So they can already be like still do all the blow up stuff though too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It just shows that he he bullies other kids and he also. Does but that's tough stuff. because if he does that, then you get into a whole world of like, should toys be defending humans? It opens up way more shit than you want it to. I mean, that's their whole point, right? That's what they say in the movie. They're here for the kids. Yeah, but they're not going to go out and be fucking kid superheroes. It's a kid's movie. Like, the toys can't fight every battle. And I think it opens up way too many problems, and it does help. For It would have to be super subtle. I mean, they already fucked up uh, Sid's life. You know what? Even, even less than that, you know when Sid's on the uh, claw machine? What if Andy's there just seconds before, and Sid's just like, no, it's my turn. That's a little bit enough of bullying, rather than, like, full-on save-the-world bullying. I think that'd be enough to, like, put in... Put in the idea that Sid's just a total dirtbag. We get that from the movie a lot. Because he's blowing right, up he's right. blowing up uh, toys left and right. Right. I think one but, scene could help that, though. But, yeah, I do agree. I would like to see um, Andy's character and Sid in, in, in the same scene. Just to see the difference of, of two different yeah. kids with two different lifestyles. Instead of flaws and, and pros, how would we do? How could the movie be better and, and how could the movie be saved? Yeah. Because pros and cons is kind of about. negative. Yeah, because uh, you literally have to go through this whole movie, and um, no. yeah. but maybe it's just it, it's just that Shrek is a great movie. You can really find flaws for a movie that's trying to make fun of its own. I think Shrek is like the the Avengers, the Ready Player One of its generation. It's the first movie to bring everybody together, but straight. Uh, well, it's not only that. It's just like it's like this this whole fairy tale creature. Genre. Right, and that nobody had ever touched before. Yeah, and then they were just like, that's not how real life works. Ugly people. Good point. I was like, ugly people exist too. Good point. Mm -hmm. So, I think, and I mean, girls and boys love this, like, this kind of, like, Shrek. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Toy Story is just so simple for me, so I love it. I don't know. I, like, I, like, I think you, you pointed this out before. Toy Story is more of a nostalgia kind of movie mm -hmm. where a strike is like just a perfect it still holds up for every for every age group basically any decade you can watch Shrek and still be good yeah. Toy Story has that too a little bit though not to just argue to argue but Toy Story has that because when you watch it as a kid you're seeing it from the kid's point of view you're jumping into your room trying to scare your toys mm -hmm. as a teenager it doesn't really relate with you that's why Toy Story 3 took a step back for a lot of people my age because they they saw it at an age where they were already out of college they were already grown up Versus if you see it at a younger age and you're still at, like, you're just about to go to college when Toy Story 3 comes out, it's a game changer. People cry and leave in the theater. Mm -hmm. But it shows that there's a different age that it doesn't hit for. Yeah. That 21 to 30 demographic, or 21 to 25, let's say, because 30s, you're already having kids like me. Yeah. But like I was saying, from 25 to 30, I watch the movie with my kids and I love it because then I see myself as the parent throwing the birthday parties, mm -hmm. bringing the kids to Pizza Planet, 
buying other toys. There's like a that. little age gap where it doesn't work because you're too cool to like animated movies. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, Toy Story still holds up to any age group, depending on what you're seeing. But definitely holds up for Shrek better. Toy Story still has its moments though. All right. So you want to vote? No, I, I wanted to bring a different topic um, that it. I just thought about. As a franchise, what do you think it's better? And I have to cut Shre uh, at, at Shrek 3, because if we just go to fucking Shrek 4. Shrek 4 and fucking the Christmas, like, Toy Stories 1, one through 3 or Shrek 1 through 3? What would 100 you times out of 100, Toy Story. Toy Story? 100 times out of 100. Yeah, Toy Story. I will agree. I just wanted all that. <laughs> if you're going singular, Toy Story versus Shrek, I'll give that to Shrek. But, but Shrek dropped off the face of the earth for me after Shrek 1. For you guys after Shrek 2, but for me, okay. I didn't like Shrek 2. Let's do this. A uh, little quick vote. Shrek 2 or Toy Story 2? Toy Story 2. I, I, feel like I think I'm going point. with Shrek 2 for this one. Really? Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Toy Story 2. I didn't I really was... like Toy Story 2. I mean, I, I like the movie, but I didn't like the whole, like, I feel like it, it, everything was in one room, because and everything was revolved around um, Woody. I'm not, I don't want to get into detail a lot, but I would choose Toy Story two over Shrek. Uh, no, Shrek two over Toy Story. Shrek two, 2 over Toy Story two, and but then you're saying the drop off is after Shrek three is is when it goes the, all bad. Yes. So what if you just go Toy Story one through three, Shrek versus one and two? Toy Story is still in. So you're saying the holdup is on Toy Story 3 is so much better. So much better than Shrek 3. Really? Fuck the first yeah. time I saw Toy Story 3, I fucking hated it. No, I, I liked I was, it a lot. I was 22, I think. I was out of college. I was fucking pissed off at life. Like, that movie didn't do it for me the way that it did everybody else. Everybody, I saw people crying leaving that theater. I think, I think the best part of Toy Story 3 is the ending. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He's giving away the toys to mm -hmm. the little kid. That's the only good scene. Alright, think about like, it. Think about it. Other than that, the very, like, the first part, like, everything besides, like... SOP, standing operating. It's just... It's the same shit as the first two movies. Exactly. It's just that you just feel like, oh, it's a... We're I back mean, in this world. It's, it's the same thing... They're not bringing anything new to the table. It's the same thing in Shrek, though. They're going in some kind of quest. You're talking about three or two? All of them. Every Shrek movie, they're going in some kind of quest to better their life. But that's why both those movies suffer after after you get to the second and the third movies because there's there's not that much new shit you can do as a toy. There's not much new shit you can do in that universe. Same problem Ready Player One has. If you're if you're in the world and you're used to these characters being around you, like the pigs and the wolves and all that mm -hmm. shit, it's awesome the first time you see it, and in that context. But if you try to make a second story where where where, where the, the pigs are the main characters, you're like mm -hmm. the fuck out of my face. I already saw them in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Like you already built that world. You can't continue to build on it and expect people to grasp onto it the same way. But they do that a lot because um, they did that with the Minions movie. Nobody, where they, nobody likes that. Exactly. Movies. They just try to make it a. Mm -hmm. That's all that, money grab at that at mm -hmm. that level. But yeah, no. If if it was a uh, Shrek three and a uh, Toy Story three, Toy Story three would still win in my eyes. What's your vote for? Toy Story and Shrek. I'm gonna have to go with Shrek. That's really easy for me. Your turn. It's just a perfect movie. Are we? You're just voting straight up for for the for just, just the first one. movie. Just part one. Shrek. Shrek wins. Yes, one hundred percent Shrek wins. And and I didn't think it would myself. Keep pina colada song right here. If you like pina colada, <laughs> I I remember thinking it. Um, Last week, I said during the thing, this whole thing was inspired by the uh, Pixar versus Disney debate, and Toy Story One was face off against Toy Story Two in that one dude's bracket, and Toy Story Two won. And I said, Toy Story doesn't lose in the first round of any bracket. And we just <laughs> and I said it was going to happen in our bracket, <laughs> and but we we matched it up against Shrek, which is one of the better movies, and it still holds up 100%. I was watching it on Sunday night, like I said, and I remember thinking to myself, I was like, oh shit, Shrek might win this. And I wanted, I had the bias, I wanted Toy Story to win. <laughs> and still right. kind of... It still doesn't be Shrek. That's crazy. All right. The next movie that I have for you guys, I feel like are pretty similar. Because they have kind of like a, somewhat of the same theme. Uh -huh. So, first movie, The Departed. Uh, with the Academy Award winner, Leonardo DiCaprio. Right on. And the second movie is Training Day. Ooh, that's going to be fucking that's, tough. Yeah. That's super tough. 
Like I said, there's gonna be 32 losers in this first round. It's gonna make people sad. Mm-hmm. You have you have two two movies about cops and doing bad things. A lot of espionage yeah. kind of things. Dark so. com- dark cop movies. Yeah, I've seen Training Day. I don't know if I've seen The Departed. I have it on DVD. You want to borrow it? I do too, actually. Jack see. Nicholson's in it. Matt Damon's in it. You'd remember it if you saw Mark it. Mark Wahlberg is in it. Mark Wahlberg, Mark, Mark Wahlberg is in it. Alec Baldwin's in it. A lot of uh, uh, Vera Farmiga's first movie, too. First big movie. Training Day? Terry Crews' first movie. Was it? Eva yeah. Mendez makes an appearance in that movie too. Yeah. Super low key. I've seen I've seen Training Day. I, I like that movie. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Anyway. Yeah, I'm probably gonna rewatch it just yeah. for. Yeah, I'll, I'll rewatch both of them. No problem. Um, that's a fun matchup though. All right, all right. So now comes the porn. Let's go. What movie can we make into a porn? So I came up with a pretty good one, and I kind of I've been waiting to say this for the longest time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the the way the movie can be a porn, and then I'm going to say the, the title at the very end, and let's see if you guys can guess it. Okay. All right. So, it's about a guy who has little dick syndrome. So he has a super tiny dick, can't really do anything with it. Luckily, Can ahead. I say something already? Go I think ahead. I guessed. What? Is it, uh... Does it get bigger over time? No. Fuck. That'd be good. I thought it was, um... Pinocchio. No, 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 no. no. The, oh, that movie, uh... Angelina Jolie's ex now, uh, Brad Pitt, where uh, the the what's that movie where he he grows uh, he was oh, born uh, as an old uh, guy. Uh, Benjamin oh, Button. Benjamin Button. I thought that's. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> keep going. All right. So guy has a little little dick syndrome, and super relatable. Like, like exactly. Uh-huh. Luckily for him, he also has a a um. What's what's where like the girl takes over or like is. The fluffer? Possessive? No, no, no. Dominant? Dominant. dominant. There you go. He has a dominant kink. So He, he has? Yeah. He so, has to be so, the dominant? So, so he has a little does. dick and is, is, a, is a dominant... No, the woman is. Okay. So of course like, she is. You don't have so, a little dick and get so to be the dominant. Exactly. <laughs> so she's like a... Good luck with that story. So she's like a dominatrix kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so another one of his... So since he can't really penetrate her hey yo. she has to penetrate him hey yo so she pegs him and for anybody who doesn't know what pegging is is when a girl puts on a strap strap on and then you know sex, a lot of has that, sex with a guy yeah i didn't know what pegging was. you yeah. watch a lot of those videos don't you exactly and and so 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 there's that and the way they both meet each other both of these two people they also have a thing for bugs The movie title will be Bugs. Ant-Man, a Bug's Life. Ant Man and the Wasp. Wow. Because she's stinging him with her stinger. Bro, you you really thought about this since Thursday, I, since I, Tuesday. Yeah, I did really. Because <laughs> I was I was sitting at home and I was like, what could be a really good Ant Man and the Wasp? And then I just somehow because I remember the costume for the Wasp, how everyone kept talking about it. If you turn it upside down, it looks like a dick. dick on her costume. Because her boobs and like her abs are all drawn out, so literally it's like, like balls and dick. Mm-hmm. So then I thought about Ant Man being a tiny dick syndrome. A tiny. That's funny. <laughs> nice. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Ant Man and the Wasp. And that's the show. We still got movies we want to make better. Movies we hate that or movies we're mad at. What's another movie you were mad at? A movie I was mad at. Movie I was mad at was Insidious three. Uh, no, Insidious four, the last key. Nobody watched that though. I did, unfortunately. Once you get into the threes and the fours, it gets kind of sketchy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the fir- the very first two. It depends. Number three was just. It depends because some movies are. Any recommendations? For this weekend, movies. Yeah. Movies or TV shows or anything. Start watching uh, the Good Doctor. No one's watching it, bro. It's okay. It's 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 okay. Chris Dilley is on it. That's funny. Really? Mm-hmm. He's like one of the like the side characters. Um, one show I will recommend: Santa Clarita Diet. I've been talking about. That. Stop. It's so funny. No one's gonna watch it. It's though. such a funny show. Aaron watched it, so I'm not gonna watch it. It's so funny. She What's it about? It's this this uh, Drew Barrymore eats like this some bad food and turns into a zombie, and now she has to like eat people to survive. Bless you. Um, Super rude. Yeah, it's a fucking place. I'll have to edit that out. 
doesn't edit anything else out except the sneeze. That cut him off. I chew. I have to edit that out. Thanks. I tried watching Tropic Thunder this week. Do you not like it or were you just lazy? A little bit of both. I mean, I I saw what they were going for. I I didn't finish the movie, so maybe it got better. But to follow up, that's... (laughs) I I couldn't... How far did you get? Rich loves that movie. To where... um, I know, that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, Where they... The guy stepped on the mine and he fucking blew up. That's where it gets started. That's where it starts. I was like, haha, that's cool. No, and then like they're like shooting at the at the real right, right, but they didn't realize they, it. They, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then they blew them up. That's where I ended. And they blew them up. Some some shit happened. I don't know. Probably went to the bathroom, tried to get a snack. Never made it back to the room. All right. If we're being honest, the movie isn't the greatest storytelling movie of all time, but it has some of the best jokes. Ever, there's literally a joke where the where Robert Downey Jr.'s character in blackface mm-hmm. says, "Cook me up some crawdads and, and cook us up some lunch," and the black dude in the theater and the in the group goes, "Oh, that's how we all talk. We all talk like that." Uh huh. You're you're Australian. Be Australian. Mm-hmm. Like super good. God damn it. I'm sorry, dude. I'll try to watch it again. It's it's in Netflix so but. My latest update on Tropic Thunder. It, eh. Make it I get week. it though, because it, it's kind of like it's a, it's slow, dude. It's, it's like it's, the Big Lebowski. It's like what's that other comedy? It's kind of Step Brothers, kind of like that. What's the other one that's really like stupid the first time you watch it? Forty year old version. I was thinking that one too. That's not the one I'm going for though. The other guys, the other guys with Mark Wahlberg and uh, and Will Ferrell. You watch that? No. Did you watch the other guys? Once. I don't remember it too much. I just remember the part where um, Samuel Jackson and... The Rock jump off the ledge. The Rock jump off the ledge. Because they were trying to grab the... I think it was like a... No, they were trying to land in the bushes. They go (laughs) aim for the bushes and they both land and fucking splat themselves. (laughs) No, but but, uh, Tropic Thunder is is very similar to that movie um, that I already said. Not Step Brothers, the oh, other one. There's um, Galaxy Quest. I would say is almost like. No, but in the way that like it, it's a comedy that you don't. The Big Lebowski. So if you watch the Big Lebowski, it's super dumb the first time you watch it, and then the second time you get all of the jokes because they're they're like very very thought out. So Tropic Thunder does that where there's a lot of stupid jokes that you don't get the first time. <laughs> they're very thought out. Do you remember the scene of Big Lebowski where he like runs up because the guy had written something on a, like a sticky note mm-hmm. then he walks out and then he like runs up and like grabs a pencil and like shades into see what he <laughs> and it's like a dick like a guy masturbating and you're like what the fuck <laughs> oh it's so good <laughs> I need to watch that movie again one of the funniest moments in that whole movie like I hated Big Lebowski the first time I saw it because I was like it was one of those movies like, like Tropic Thunder it got mm-hmm. way overhyped mm-hmm. so once you finally see it you're like it's not that funny I guess it's kind of like I totally get what you're saying mm-hmm. super dumb Tropic Thunder I get it mm-hmm. but there's a scene in the Big Lebowski he goes he has people who he thinks are going to come invade his home. So he's super worried about it. And he's like this door. He like, he's basically Eric from work. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the door and, and puts a two by four up against the, the door and starts hammering nails all across the fucking floor and hammering it in and hammering, hammering it in. And you're like, all right, I'll keep people out. And then you see the bad guys show up and they open the door the other way and then walk <laughs> oh, into the room. Oh my gosh. And he's just like, no. That's and later in the movie, he's rushing into his house and trips over the same two by four, and it makes you think about the first time where he lays it in there. Dude, the movie's so well done. Is is the Big Lebowski in the, in the list? No, that's what no, I was thinking about. I need to add it. it. Okay. Yeah, I need to add it. That's what I was thinking. We need to add a whole separate list because that movie is so fucking funny. But you literally you have to watch it a couple times where it's not funny. Yeah. The first time I, I specifically remember hating that movie. And that's the show. That's the show. I think we're good. Yeah, that's it. I want to make sure. What do you have there? Let me think. I want to see what you... I, I was thinking notes. no string strike and then Aaron walked by and made fun of me. That's what I told Jose. I was like, she would be happier if I went to the bar and spent money on booze right now. <laughs> but because we're sitting around talking about movies, she's like, fucking nerds. She's probably jealous, to be honest. That's what I said. 
<laughs> You're probably jealous. Alright, I'm uh, Rogue Jedi Rich on Twitter. Francisco Cabrera. At Just Cisco. J-U-S-S-T-C-I-K-O. C-I-S-K-O. Fuck that one up. And our producer. Don't talk to him. It's not confirmed yet. <laughs> so don't look him up and try don't to ask him. Don't look we got to find that, that tag. That'd be super funny. Like a ghost tag where you're like an egg inside of an egg. That'd be funny. <laughs>